So our special guest of honor is here, Mr. Tisha Jibo. What's, what's your name? What? You just woke up? Yeah, say say something to what's your name? <laughs> Alright, so mama, you were saying something? So uh you know, we did the needful, which might be another um podcast episode. Okay, yeah. And um December twenty twenty one yeah ending. Uh, we found out that we were pregnant. Yay! Yay! We were expecting another child, I'm and sorry to cut you, but that 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 was like the best way to close the year. Oh you yeah, know? it was beautiful. Uh, we were we were really excited and happy, you know, that okay, last year surprise, <laughs> you know. But anyway, you know, it was just like. Uh, something that they call in, you know, Pentecostal Christian circles, last minute miracle of the year. And it was truly like a miracle. You know, I was so happy, um, crying. I was crying like, yes, like, you know, we've been trying for, can I say like two like, and a half years? Uh, was it up to that? No. Uh, remember we, we remember we took that, that trip um in February of I think 2000 before the yeah, pandemic. But, yes, but after that we we still like were kind of not really sure exactly. I mean, maybe, maybe I about mean, two years. we had it in our minds. Okay, so 2000, okay, 2020 pandemic hit. We were always together at home. It just made sense that something would happen, right? Nothing yeah. happened. 2021, you know. I mean, what, what, what do you mean by that? We're always at home. We're, what, why does this? Because we, be were under, we were under lockdown. Uh-huh. So if we're under lockdown, what should be going on between us? I mean, we, we were working. I was working. We were working, but I mean, eh. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Whatever. It, it, it will. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. So anyway, so... We uh, we got the you know test results that you know we were expecting, which was so baby. wonderful. <laughs> yeah, we were expecting another baby, and it was so wonderful. And, and what, what about Tisha's experience with the babies? Oh <laughs> yeah. So before we got you know our results back, um, we had a friend of ours come, her and her husband and yeah. her newborn twins. And Shout out to you, Lolati. <laughs> so pretty much, um, Tisha has never been around newborn children or like mm -hmm. children that are smaller than him. He's always like been the only boy, mm -hmm. or maybe the ch uh, the children around him are a bit older than him. So when uh, th the babies came, um, uh, I forgot their name, <laughs> but Bless you. but. Um, uh oh man and i and i always have it at the tip of my tongue uh jola is it jola jo, uh, joba joba and um, it's not jari no no joba and uh it's not joba and jola or anything okay but i apologize but twin boys beautiful boys they were 10 weeks old at the time and you know 
Tisha just wanted to carry the babies, uh, wanted to feed. Can I, can I carry it? Can oh, I carry man. it? He wanted to feed the babies. And then one of the babies, uh, like, spit up, you know, regular uh, milk. And all of a sudden, Tisha just dashes to the bathroom without anyone telling him and really, gets tissue. And he really brings back the tissue and starts wiping the baby's mouth. So... At that point, I was like, wow, my son is ready to be a big brother because like this is not something, anything we taught him or anything like that because he's not around small children. So for him to naturally have that instinct, I was just so happy and I just kept on praying inside of me like, yo, something has to happen. And something did happen. So Sorry, I think that that was like, Another point for me to know that okay, Tisha was really yeah, ready for Tisha is ready, yeah. Baby, <laughs> Tisha, you ready for another baby? Don't worry, you're gonna get twins. <laughs> Go ahead, so, um, when we got the news, it was just miraculous. You know, I was crying, I was listening to music, I had my Thanksgiving playlist, I was so happy. Mm. And we went for my initial scan, and everything was perfect. Everything was fine. And luckily enough, I have really good benefits. So we had multiple scans during, like, a, a week intervals. So usually once you have one scan in your first trimester, I think they give you three scans in your first trimester. I'm not sure. But I had them concurrently just to see the development, see the growth. So, um... First scan, perfect. Baby's forming, perfect. Second scan, I see the heartbeat. All right. Beautiful heartbeat. Okay, let me cut you there. Yeah. So um, maybe we'll leave the other part for the next um, episode. Uh, let me just say that um, to God be all the glory um, for great things that he has done. And for great, greater things that it will continue to do for every one of us. You know what? Tisha, you want to say something? All right, say something. I can't tell what are you saying? Well, you want to pray? You want to pray? Yeah, Tisha, pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. I thank you, Grace and Thank you, Lord. I thank you, Mommy. Thank you, Lord. I thank you, Daddy. Thank you, Lord. I thank you, Grandma. Thank you, Lord. I thank you, Grandpa. Thank you, Lord. I thank you, Baby. Thank you, Lord. I thank you, Baby. Thank you, Lord. Amen. In Jesus' name, your mother will pray. Amen. All right, babe. Yes. Um, you want to finish up? I think we should finish up. All right, let's go. Go ahead. Shoot. Okay, can you, Lord? <laughs> <laughs> so, as I was saying, first scan, perfect. Second scan, saw the heartbeat beating away. And then the third scan came. And this is so fresh because <laughs> it just happened about two weeks ago. And um, it, it's something that we thank God for. 
in everything we are trying our best to give God thanks. Um, so going back to the third scan, you know, they already told me that by this scan, they'll be able to measure the heartbeat and everything. And I was really excited about that. So, you know, I did my regular, uh, you know, peed in a cup and everything. And they took me to the ultrasound room. So there was this ultrasound tech that I wasn't familiar with. So, um, you know, she asked me initially, she was like, oh, um, are, uh, something about am I on my period? I'm like, no, I'm pregnant. What are you talking about? So then she puts the probe in and she's telling me to hold my stomach, hold my uh, like hold my breath. No, no ultrasound tech has ever told me to hold my breath. So I'm like, oh, this this person's a newbie. Okay. So she was like, when you came last time, were you able to see the heartbeat? And I was like, yeah. And then she was like, I'm not seeing a heartbeat. And I'm just like, I was just like, you know, quiet. <laughs> I was just like, what? And she was like, yeah, I'm not seeing a heartbeat. And then she asked her second person, like the person behind her, oh, do you see one? And she shakes her head like, I don't see one. So then I tried not to get emotional, but of course you can hear it in my voice. Like when I asked her, um, do you need me to hold my breath again? <laughs> I mean, I could laugh about it now, but um, thinking about it, 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 it kind of makes me sick to my stomach in a way because it's a bit traumatic. So, And then she's like, no. Um, so we're going to get the nurse to come and talk to you. And I was just like, oh, my God. My husband's not here because of COVID regulations. Um, I need to call him. So I proceed to call this gentleman over here and I just blurted out like, I think I blurted it. I don't know how I said it, but I was just like, I can't even remember. There, There's no heartbeat or something. They're saying yeah, there's no like heartbeat. That. So at this point, I'm trying to get my pants on. The nurse comes in and she's a little less um, sympathetic. Even though she was, I'm not going to lie, but she was like, um, it's clear that the pregnancy is no longer valuable. So you would have to call your doctor and allow your doctor to, you know, do the scan, a another scan to confirm it. I didn't cry at that time. I was just, I just wanted to leave. I didn't want anyone to see me leaving because, you know, um, I'm not the most social person, so the nurses and the people that draw my blood there, you know, I talk to them a lot, and, you know, we we talk, and at that point, I just wanted to leave. I didn't <coughs> want anyone to see me. So then I got into the car, and I called my husband, and I was trying my best not to start crying, but then I started crying, and I tried to encourage myself, encourage him, but already I was just feeling defeated. Like this is something that we've waited for. And, 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 and the saddest thing is that, yeah, we waited for some time, 
But there's people that have waited longer. And can I compare myself to them? No, I have a beautiful son. But it's just that, you know. Family expansion. It's very important to us. And um, maybe this will be another um, podcast episode. But there's a significant age difference between me and my husband so Whoa. that is <laughs> not not She's it's not shade out of the bag. it's not shade but it's the truth so there Whoa. was a bit of pressure there as well so you know i w- i was so happy that you know i got pregnant because it's like oh we're gonna cap a big um monumental age in my husband's life and now we we're having our second child yeah so you know, I was so defeated. My mom kept on calling me because we always talk in the mornings. And I didn't pick up her phone call. I was just like, let me just get home. Uh, so my doctor's office called me and was like, okay, the doctor's going to be in. So can you come back around 1030? So I was like, yeah, I can come back. And I was just praying like, God, I'm, I am I feel like this lady doesn't know what she's talking about. So we'll let the doctor check and we'll see. Oh, and I missed an important thing that when they did measure the baby, um, the baby was measuring at six weeks and one day. I was supposed to be seven weeks and two days. So that's a whole week and some change that the baby wasn't like progressing, which is a big deal. Like it is not a good look ever. So. I get home, my husband is waiting for me, and he's running late for work. But because of the horrible news we heard, he just wanted to hold me and make sure that was fine. And he was taking our son to school as well. So it was just so many different emotions. I tried my best not to cry. I I kept on, yeah. So then I go to my doctor's office at 10 10:30 and they confirmed it that there was no heartbeat and even on her scanning thing, her ultrasound thing, the baby was actually measuring even smaller. So the baby was shrinking like decomposing literally. So she okay, baby yeah, I'm fine. I think it's it's helpful to talk about it because, right. I mean, this is something that women go through, and it's almost a thing of shame. But there's nothing to be shameful about. Miscarriages happen, and thank you, baby. <laughs> Miscarriages happen, and um. And, and 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 they happen, and it's not the end of the world. It, we just don't pray for it to happen. But if it does happen, it's not a thing of shame. It's not your body betraying you. It's just one of those things, one of those things in life. And I never thought I would ever have a miss. What they called it was a misabortion. I was like, I can never abort my child, but. Is the truth like it wasn't a miscarriage because nothing fell out of me, it was just the child couldn't, the child wasn't forming correctly and it couldn't correct itself, or something like that. So, um, she confirmed it and then she gave me some options, and I didn't know what to decide. 
I, I called my husband and then I finally answered my mom's call <laughs> and I didn't tell her anything. I was like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to go to her house because my doctor's office is right by there. So, um, my mom's cooking and she's cooking jollof rice for my husband and my son. And, um, you know, she sees me and she's like, what happened? And I was like, well, they said there's no more a heart. There's no longer a heartbeat. And I just broke down into tears. And of course my mom is like, ah, okay. My key. Talk about my key. It is like the typical Nigerian mom and the typical Nigerian mom kind of thing. But I can just imagine how she felt because, you know, my husband was the one that told her that I was pregnant and he told her during New Year's like crossover service. So it was so beautiful. And now a couple of weeks later, you're finding out that, you know, the pregnancy you've been expecting is no longer viable. So I was just like, she, you know, she's a medical, she, she's in the medical profession. She's a nurse, but she just kept on wondering, like, how can this happen? Like she knows how, uh, what causes miscarriages, but it's like, you don't expect it to happen to one of your own, one of your ch children, like, especially my mom is also a pastor. So she's very like spirit filled. And she's like, this shouldn't be happening to children of God, uh, even though she didn't say that. But I know that's <laughs> why she kept on asking, like, how did this happen? So, um, I didn't have answers and I was just like, mom, it can happen. So, you know, she started giving me advice on what I should do. And, you know, it, I, I just, I was like, okay, I have to tell my sisters cause they also knew about the pregnancy and I didn't want to keep on like telling people, but I'm not going to lie. A lot of people knew that I was pregnant. Not a, we didn't make like a pregnancy announcement, but it was like, you know, people that were very, very close to us that knew. So, of course, um, as we go along in the podcast, you will understand the closeness between my mom and my sisters and myself. So they knew. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to call everybody on FaceTime and tell them and keep it moving. So I called them. Um my able sister, Tyle, um, you'll be hearing her name a lot, but, um, she actually, no, my, my only youngest sister, Tolu, was the first one to find out. She was the one that picked up my phone call and she encouraged me. And one thing about Tolu is she's very strong and she encouraged me in a way that I didn't expect. And she made me feel better. Tyle called me. Tyle's a bit more sensitive and, you know, you could tell that she was so saddened by the news. And then my older sister as well, I told her and it was just a devastating like Friday. So fast forward to coming back home to pick up my son and I was so down. I was so down. But when I picked him up, and I'm getting emotional, but when I picked up 
Tiche. Oh, you want to take some water? No, I'm fine. You when sure? I when I yeah, when I picked up Tiche, he. Yes, if you get emotional, you're gonna get me emotional okay. too. So he 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 was like he was like hi mom. I want chicken nuggets. <laughs> and that just my son. that just made my heart smile. And I was like, yes, I'm I going I'm going to get you I'm going to get you some chicken nuggets right now. <laughs> so you know, we we got and usually Friday is our family fun day and you know, we watch movies or we watch shows and we eat food. So it just ruined no, yes. it did not it, it ruin. Did not. It was potentially going to ruin our family fun day, but it did not. I so I when we got home, um, I'm not sure who got home. I think it was either me. Yeah, I think we got home first. So you came in and, of course, you were feeling mighty low. And I kind of had a sense that you tried not to think about it until you came home. So then it hit you like, okay. We, we had a semi-family meeting in this office and I just poured out everything I was feeling and I was like, you know, we're going to just allow ourselves today to mourn it and then we're going to watch or- Ozark, Ozark and eat food. <laughs> so, um, I cried a little bit. Um... My sister Tolu called to see how I was doing. And then I came back into the room and I saw my husband crying. And I knew that men don't cry. Okay, whatever. But I I knew that everybody knows that it okay, everybody feels like it would it, it it's it's just a given that it will hurt the woman more. Oh. But no one really takes into consideration, especially someone that has been patiently waiting for children. Well, well, you know, that part is, um, like you said, I mean, usually when things like this happened, everybody concentrates on the woman. And for reasons best known, you know, she's the one carrying the baby. She's the one that will lose blood. She's the one going for tests, you know. I mean, she's going through a lot, you know. Um, Because men have also been, like, a little bit absent-minded or absent, you know, to things like, you know, going to check on your test you know, medical test, um, what do you call uh, the test, you know, where you go for maternity Check. test, you know. Oh, you mean like... Yeah, all, all the tests all and all that. stuff, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, most times you don't really see the man, you see the woman, you know. But sometimes in things like this, you also have a place for the man where, where the man too is, needs some comforting. And on that day, like you said, I actually had to come home to really do a deep uh, thinking about it. And that was when I got emotional. And thank God that my wife was there to comfort me. 
And good enough, mommy also called me right about the time that I was really, really getting emotional. And that really meant a lot to me. So, but all the same, take over the mic. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, we try to comfort each other as much as possible. I try to make jokes. Um, And we... We 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 just was like okay, let's go watch <laughs> let's go eat jollof rice and let's go watch it was dark, um, and at that time you know I started feeling really sick to my stomach like, you know I was still having the symptoms and everything but these symptoms were a bit different than when I had teach like I was actually feeling like okay. I either I either have like an infection inside of me or because the baby is decomposing inside of me, I just felt sick. So, you know, um, I had to make a decision how I wanted to remove the pregnancy. And I won't say that it's an abortion. It's clearly, they call it a missed abortion, which technically means it like, the baby's not coming down on its own, sort of. So they have to take 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 him out. Take it out. So they gave me two options, pills or a DNC. <laughs> I was like, okay, we already kind of were like, oh, maybe we'll do the pills. People were telling us, oh, do the DNC. Someone else told us, oh, do the pills because, you know, there's adverse effects with the DNC. But I'm glad I made the choice that I made. Um because um which was which was dnc um because immediately after the procedure i started feeling like myself again like i wasn't feeling sick anymore and to be honest did i want to be seeing the remnants of a child that i wanted like passing like as i'm like on a pad? No, I don't want to be seeing that. So I I just was like, okay, let me just do the DNC. Let, let them put me under. So that happened um, on Wednesday of last week. So then um, I started letting people know. And big shout out to my friend Aisha. She's an OBGYN in Texas. And she really, like, helped me through it, kind of talked me through it, like, you know, and really was a sister to me and really was a confidant and really, like, you know. Shout out to Aisha. Yeah. That's the laughing part. (laughs) Again, you did laughing. Okay. Yeah, shout out to her. So. Shout out to Aisha. Yeah. So, um. You, uh, I started feeling better, and now we're at the part where we're trusting God. We're starting the we're starting the process again. We're trusting God, um, but if I'll be honest, a part of me is scared because I don't want to ever go through another disappointment like this again like it, it's so funny how your heart is so expecting on something that to the point where <laughs> to the to the point where you have 
pre-planned everything. I already knew my due date. So I was like, oh, the month yeah, before yeah, the due date, the, baby shower. All the naming, baby naming. Yeah, we, we, we had names and, you know, you know, and it was just like, okay. Things we were planning. Yeah, things that we were planning. And it was just like, now all of that is gone. Like, it, it's done. But I can't compare myself to people that have lost children at like nine months. I only lost my child in the third trimester, but there's people that have lost their child children after, um, you know, delivering them months, years. So I do mourn the child that, you know, I carried for a couple of weeks, but I'm also encouraged that I'm going to carry double, double, double for my trouble. That's so right. I, 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 sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I just think, and I'm like, God, you hear me talking <laughs> Bless like you. this. Bless you. Bless you, baby. You hear me talking like this. You know, I'm saying, God, you have to give me double for my trouble and everything. You hear me talking like this and you need to make good on what I'm asking because <laughs> and it's so sad because the way I talk to God sometimes is like I, d I don't feel like I'm ordering him it's like I'm talking to him face to face like yo okay this thing happened so what are you gonna do about it <laughs> because honestly I can't be beat like I can't be put to shame. You can't be put to shame. So what you gonna do about it? You ain't give me dope for my trouble, like, <laughs> and 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 that's on period. Like that's how I'm feeling right now. You're trying to talk to God like that. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, well, and, and I I feel like me, yeah. The way you talk to God, um, I think God is omnipotent, is all knowing, and nobody can really, really like teach you. How to talk to your God. Yeah. Um, the conversation is between you and your God. Yeah, we have the do's and the don'ts, the rules, the morals and all that. But when it comes to you and God, you define how you talk to your God. Because you know how he answers you. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, babe. So, yeah, so that's... Yeah, so <laughs> okay. So that's where I'm at now. Um I, I can never say that I'm angry at God. I'm encouraged by by what he is going to do. Ooh, yeah. But I also know what I want him to do. And I know that God is capable of what I want him to do. Yes. Because children are, children are a blessing from God. Like, I cannot... I can't create a child by myself. Yeah, it takes two to tangle. It takes us, you know, joining. And then yes, but he has to put his blessing upon it. And one thing I did learn from my friend, Dr. Aisha, she's like, you know, it's a battle to actually, you know, become a, an embryo, a fetus. And then there's another battle to sustain the pregnancy to full term. Like the whole pregnancy, uh, the whole pregnancy journey mm -hmm. 
is a quite a, a miraculous one. So we have to keep that in mind. That's why I'm just like, you know, those that, you know, their husband just breathes on them and they get pregnant. What was the difference between them and, you know, someone like me, you know? And I, I mean, don't, don't, don't get me wrong with Tisha. His own was, you know, we got married by December ish. I was pregnant, you know? So there was no struggle, but it seems with the second one, there's a bit of a struggle, but you know, once I'm better and, you know, I'm starting to, you know, get myself healthier, we're gonna, you know, try hard. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you know, we're, we're expected and we're encouraged. And that's one thing that I just want people, no matter what you're waiting on God for, just be encouraged. Like, I can write a whole book on my life of how I had to wait on several things. And, you know, I come from a long line of women that, you know, really had, I would I say had it easy? I wouldn't say my, in certain aspects of life, you know, like getting married. My sisters, um, my two older sisters got married in their 20s. I got married in my 30s and I had to kind of wait patiently so i can write a whole book on patience but at this I, point I, I in think, my life yeah, yeah i think i think we both have um, um stories to tell on that oh know? yeah oh um, yeah of uh delayed experiences here and there but um you know we have other reasons also to be very <laughs> thankful <laughs> yes you know particularly for <laughs> this special guest of honor tisha jibo yeah. So yeah, we're gonna keep trying. Yeah. It's, it's not we have we have made it not like a do or die affair, where if you don't have then oh everything is you know gone. But although we desire it strongly, yeah, desire it strongly, we're gonna do what we need to do, and um, <laughs> we'll do what we need to do. Yeah. To say, or yeah, say what you need to say. I cannot go to the. You wait, are you singing or what? What are you singing? Are you singing a song? I cannot go. Sing, sing the song. Where if I do we? All right, thank you. So, babe, um, what's what's gonna be our next line of action right now? What what are we doing? So, for me personally. I have decided that, you know, I need to get to a healthier weight. Um, when I had Tisha, I was much smaller than this. So I feel like one thing that will definitely help is being at a much more healthier weight than I'm at, than I'm at now. So um, I joined the gym, but because of the procedure I just had, I kind of have to take it easy as far That's as right. physical activity. So I'm hoping to actually, you know, get started at the gym probably like next week. Um, as well as, you know, um, taking vitamins, um, taking supplements. Because technically, there's nothing wrong with us, you know. We, j we just had a miscarriage, but we want, you know, our our sperm and our eggs to be as healthy as possible. And, um, you know, taking the prenatals, I'm going to be praying hard. There's nothing impossible 
that God cannot do. And I have a strong desire that I'm meant to be a mother of three. <laughs> yes. Or oh, two, three? No. Three, I mean, two One, two at a time, you know what okay. I'm saying? Uh oh, oh dub, that's double. Yeah, double. Okay. I'm, I, 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 I don't I'm know, I can't that. shake it, but I strongly feel like, yo, I'm meant to have a multiple pregnancy. I don't know why. So I'm just right. praying, like, you know, God, like, I need double for my trouble. So, Tammy J. Mm-hmm. Thanks for, thanks for all, all the updates. Let me also say that we are not going to be under any pressure. Um, as much as we desire to have more, we will try our best to make sure that we don't, we don't put pressure on ourselves and we don't allow external pressures to come in. Um, to share your Younger sisters are going to come very soon. Amen. So keep praying. Keep praying with mommy and daddy. And at this point, I think I need to take a glass of water. I'm thirsty. Thirsty. No one asked you. <laughs> <laughs> I need to take some water. I'm, I'm tasty. Thirsty. I'm tasty. Thirsty. All right, everybody. Thank you all for listening. We have come to the end of this part of the story of our lives. Uh, we'll sure keep you posted on other developments as we come. Um, for now, we're signing out. Thank you all. Stay safe and be good. God bless you. Bye.